Okay, so we already are recording, so we can just start right from the Hello, everyone. This is Little Gay Guide. Uh, I'm Ron Zakai, and this is Hezi Mena. And hello, Hezi. Hey, <laughs> right here from Berlin. And here from San Francisco. Uh, both of our cities are in lockdown now, right? Uh, yeah, we have like a partial lockdown. That means uh -huh. that uh, most things are closed, restaurants, museums. Uh, but um, Berlin is really fighting to keep uh, schools and kindergartens open. And I'm really proud of my city because of that and actually whole Germany. Do you know what is the, re why, what is the reason that uh, we keep uh, schools open? Nope. Family violence. You're Apparently. Yes, in the first lockdown in all countries, I believe, in the first uh, lockdowns, clues, uh, schools were closed and kids were uh, staying at home and uh, family violence went extremely wow. high. Uh, so to avoid that, uh, schools will be the, f the last thing that will be closed. And even uh, today, like people without some symptoms can't have uh, free tests, uh, corona tests, um school teams are the only ones that can have um tests and to keep keep on working i'm gonna today. take that as a, a a very good lead in to what we can talk about today speaking hmm. of children violence and speaking of childhood scars in general um given the fact that you're a coach and given the fact that a lot of self-growth or self-actualization rhymes or at least walks hand in hand with an element of some sort of a wound you had as a child or some form of habit you can shake. Um, I want to start the conversation from there. Talking to the adults, talking to people that are grown-ups, I shouldn't say adults, grown-ups, uh, people that are older. When you try to take something like a habit or a wound, and sometimes it's both, and evolve from it, how do you do so? How do you do so with your clients? Um, yeah, we'll just start from well there. It's it's amazing topic because uh, first of all I have to say uh, beside the fact that your background is looks amazing uh, we haven't spoke for a while um, this time is actually a great time to um, for for a change for a, a self improvement because Corona in a way forced us to forced us to go back to ourselves and practically there's nothing out there. And it's amazing that you talked about scars when we were kids. Because of Corona, I started to work with kids in school and my personal um, uh, class is 10 years old. And it's amazing to see how early we can be, we can be scarred, for example. Uh, it's, it's amazing to, to see that. Um, as a coach, I don't, really dig into the scars and the wounds as um, as kids as kids I found out that um, every person that you can talk to know exactly what he wants to do different but this experience and the thoughts that we are used to uh, think prevents us from doing this kind of uh, uh, change for example um, people that want to market their business. I, um, I met um, a dog trainer that he knew exactly how he want to uh, market his business. 
business, the kind of videos that he wanted to do, but he was scared to death to open a camera. So how do you get someone to that is doesn't like to uh, be in front of a camera to do so as you do now? I, I, for me, that's pretty comfortable. So my question would be, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just to go and see like what is the conversation um, that prevents him from doing so and to offer him a leading thought, another, um, um, another kind of conversation that, he, that will allow him that he will when have you say conversation open. you mean you mean internally like you mean like what kind of dialogue he has in, in internally in his own mind how do you get well, to that so in, to keep it simple what i do with people is i create with them a safe zone it's practically a square zone that is formed within four rules four um sides that one of them is a leading thought to offer him uh, if the noise that I don't think I'm good enough or uh, that I hate, that things are difficult to me and that's why I, don't, I prevent myself from doing them. Uh, if this kind, of, this kind of conversation prevents me uh, from doing so, uh, I find with them uh, one thought that if I will remember it, it will allow me to, uh, to do what I want to open a camera, to call to a new client, um, even to find, you know, private people. Many private people have no idea what they want to do. Most and it's because, of the people. Yeah, and, and that's only because something in the way I think doesn't allow me to know. Because you know what happens when I know what I want to do? You just do. That's the thing. I need to, I need to fucking do something about it. Yeah. And that's tough. So it's better if I won't know what I want to do. Then I would love to double. That's a different, that. that's a different safe zone. <laughs> that's a different but, safe zone. But, but in a way to get to that point of bringing them into the place of doing, which is not even bringing them in, in a way, it's almost, you're almost describing it like awakening. Like when you wake them up to their actual innate doer, they don't need to think about it because there is no internal dialogue. When I want to do something like this conversation, there is no, I'm afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. Who would see it? Who would not see it? I just want to do it. I just do it. Now the question is for you because you do put structure around helping other people achieving this place. And by the way, that is an achievement because most people are confused when they look at, well, what do I want to do or how will I go about doing it? How do, what is the process for you? You describe one as a leading thought. What is a leading thought? How do you get from a leading thought to the action of doing? Well, a leading thought, it's, 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 uh, it, it differs from one person to the other. It really depends of the conversation that prevents a person uh, to do so. For example, I'll, I'll give an example. Most people think that if, when they want to create themselves a comfortable life, the road should be comfortable as well, which means that if I want to have um, um, a business that makes $100,000 uh, a month, the way to get a, a, a revenue of $100,000 a month is comfortable as well. But that's not true. 
No. It's exactly the opposite. The, the way to create a comfortable life makes your life comfortable, uh, but makes the road, what you need to do very, very difficult. And that's a, uh, uh, like um, a dissonance. Do you say it in English? Dissonance? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a perfect word, dissonance. That's it's, most it's people. It's a cognitive dissonance. Yes. So most people have a hard time to um, absorb or, um, or to realize this conflict. So they either run away or they try to solve it. And when they meet me, I tell them there is nothing to be solved. The only thing that you need to do is uh, train yourself to hold this tension between, okay, my work starts to be more difficult, but if I will bury that, I will create myself a more, com a, a more comfortable life. So this okay. is one of the okay, so Zona, well, thoughts let's, let's that I can that. Yeah, let's keep, let's keep going. Let's keep on going with this. Let's keep on going with the idea of discomfort because that's only we, one. There are three more. <laughs> yeah, we can save them for another time where you can share all three, all four of them today. It's, it's up to you. Whatever is comfortable. <laughs> there is nothing that's uncomfortable for me. You know me well enough. Uh, but but I do want to touch the idea of discomfort as a process because in many things that we accomplish in life, at least the way I perceive it, um, discomfort is one of the main ingredients. In other words, when you try to achieve something, uh, that achievement almost always, if not always, has an element or parameter or caveat of discomfort. You will not achieve something without Absolutely. the component. Okay, so the component of discomfort, that being a part of any good ingredient, it's a good ingredient. It's a wonderful ingredient. It's almost a necessary one. How do you go about making discomfort comfortable then? I don't. <laughs> Tell me more. I don't, that's the thing that's, and, and it's funny that you say that because um, I have this, this discussion every time with every new person that he, he waits for this moment that, that this discomfort will be comfortable. It will never happen. <laughs> and, and this is, I'll give you an example. Like I don't have a button down shirt because I just finished uh, uh, an online uh, CrossFit uh, class in, in, in via Zoom, and I remember having this thought doing CrossFit. Uh, I don't know if you ever tried CrossFit. It's so super <laughs> super difficult. Like yeah. it's, it's it's like it's unbelievably difficult. But this is why I go there because there's no way I can uh, personally um, um, create this kind of workout for myself. It, it just doesn't happen, and. And I remember the first few months, I, I fantasized about this moment that I will do a CrossFit class and it will be easy. But then I realized just a second after I was thinking about it that, okay, but that would make it like another gym Enough workout. <laughs> yeah, Enough. it won't be a CrossFit uh, uh, workout. And that's the thing that the only thing that you that I train people on, for example, is being good at feeling shit. So that means that the discomfort will never disappear. You'll just be good at feeling that. That's it. So if, if I take two words from what you're saying, which is discomfort being a constant 
And, and I think humans are, at least the way I perceive humans, there is an elasticity to how I approach things that are either reoccurring or constant. And what I mean by that is maybe there's no lack of discomfort, but I become more accustomed to feeling discomfort. So exactly. Okay. I, I don't run away from it. I face it. I do the things that make me uncomfortable to manage my life and my business better. And magically, my life looks much, much better because I don't run away from whatever I need to, uh, to deal with. To confront, to grow, to... to... Yeah, exactly. Um, m- most people think that it's like... Uh, and, and when they come to meet me, they look for, for magic. And I always tell them, yeah, my... Um, my approach works. I've seen it many, many times, but there's no magic about it. If you will do what I tell you to do, you will see things happen in your life, in your business. But that means that you need to work. So speaking of work and speaking specifically about your work, because I don't want to give the whole rectangle. I think your system deserves to be a system. It deserves to have its own moment. What would be the step one in that process, what would be, how would a leading thought help in creating this process of getting not comfortable with discomfort, but rather accustomed to it? How would you marry well, the two? I'm, I'm a very generous person. So I will give you something else, like the second thing, because I think that, that, that this rule or this uh, other part of the, of the frame of the, this, um, um, Safe, spot. safe zone, yeah. safe zone, yeah. Um, the, the homework or the, the exercise is much is, is very um, is easier to understand. Um, one of the exercises I give every person that I meet that works with me is, uh, and you had trouble with it, we should say, is writing every day, every morning, three pages of whatever grows in your uh, in your mind. And the, the reason that I give this uh, exercise is that most of the thoughts that goes on in our mind are bullshit. There's nothing to do with it. And they hold us back. And the best thing that you can do is put them on a piece of paper, three pages to be uh, accurate, and to go on with your, uh, with, your, uh, with your day, with your life. I've been doing it for the last three years. And I can see today how I can easily be released from my thoughts. They don't prevent me to do things. I give you a very easy example, cleaning my house. When I think about cleaning my house, I have a thought goes uh, goes around in my mind that says, oh, but I don't feel like doing it. It's too difficult. But then like five minutes later, I find myself uh, cleaning my house because I'm trained already not to be identified with this, um, with this thought or don't, not to believe in it. And I find myself do more and more the things that I want to do and uh, feel better about myself. What do you think in that exercise specifically helps? Because it sounds a little bit, and, and, and I, I will give you the floor, so to speak. But for me, the exercise sounds like both an exercise in mindfulness and an exercise in letting go. Because our ego or our id or whatever it is that that very frantic, very loud voice in our head 
when it comes to her thoughts to she not and would not uh, and, and, and hopefully could not take over. And when it does, obviously you do get distracted by it. So what do you think that exercise actually does does to you? What do you think the mechanics First of, of all, it are? I, sh um, I should give credit. This is not an exercise I uh, invented. It comes uh, from uh, a very famous book called uh, The Artist Way. I just uh, realized that uh, this exercise um, resonate with uh, everything I try to coach people. I, I coach people on. Um, wow. I always tell people, just like start doing it and and see for yourself because everything I would say about the benefits of this exercise will diminish, uh, um, diminish. diminish uh, the, the great benefits. And there are so, so, so many of them. Just, just to give you one example, you know this, um, this thing when you send someone a message and it takes a while for him to, um, to, to get back to you. And then you start this whole scenery in your mind <laughs> that uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't like me. He doesn't want to, um, he doesn't want to answer to me. And I can tell you that three years ago or four years ago, I would believe that this conversation is reality. But it's not. No. It's just a conversation that one is used to um, have in his own mind. And it has nothing to do with reality. The only thing that has to do with reality is to ask when the person comes back to you, was you, were you busy or to give him the benefit of that, that he had, he has other things to do, not yes. only to back, get back I, to you the minute that you a, called. There's a joke or not joke. There's a, uh, uh, adage about, um, people don't think about you a hundredth of what you think about yourself, uh, hmm. or as often as you think about yourself. And, and that kind of resonates with, with that idea we are not often reflected in other people's thought as deeply or as, oh, I apologize, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, we as people, whether there's four minutes, so at the four minute mark, I'll just pause us, but I'll continue afterwards. I'm trying to help a friend get a PlayStation 5. That's, that's the whole thing. Uh, back to us. We, in general, don't exist in other people's mind as, as frantically or as deeply or as confusingly as we exist in our own. And if I want to pair those two thoughts together, and I do, um, so if you're exercising in some ways, letting go of the noise and letting go of the assumptions of others. And in other way is to create a leading thought that is clear from that noise. Is there, is there a link there that I'm missing? Yeah, I can tell you that, uh, um, yeah, for example, um, to tell yourself that it's okay to feel uh, discomfort or be good at feeling shit because I can give you another example. For example, I work with, um, with a business person that um, we realized that when he uh, feels this discomfort with a client, the, the way that he uh, take care, takes care of it is by giving um, a discount. So he actually puts put money to feel better, his own money. That and after writing three pages and remembering that what he needs to do is to be better at feeling shit, um, 
he started to, ident to identify, okay, I feel this discomfort. Um, maybe she's uh, like the, 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 the client of mine, she's, she expects some kind of, uh, of um, discount and he identifies it. And in his case, the only thing that he needs to do different is to fucking shut up. Or say no. <laughs> That's the thing. The other person doesn't ask for anything. Oh, wow. He offers it because he feels not good enough at the moment. So in his case, it's just to, to, to shut up. And it works. Oh, my God. The last year, how much money he saved because of that. <laughs> so in terms of the exercise itself, and if I'm trying to kind of bring two ideas that you presented. One is clear your thoughts and in a way clearing your thoughts is actually presenting them or doing them or exercising with them. Those are the three pages you were describing, which by the way, I did fail miserably at, at, at even at <laughs> I, I, I honestly yeah. say, can say that the beginning is very difficult. Uh, uh, but with the same breath, I can see the validity and, and utility of, of divorcing yourself from the noise because for most people internal noise controls almost everything and then if i am hearing you correctly and please correct me if i don't uh after you clear the noise it's easier or at least more clearer to see what the actual thoughts are or to see what the actual path is for you to do something and you can pick with what you want to uh start your day because not everything that goes through our mind is true. Most of it, it's, these are things that we heard other people think like or talk like, and it's not even ours. Right. It's just like shit that got stuck to us and there's no need to carry it with, throughout your day. Nice. Nice. Yes. <laughs> after, <laughs> after doing it for, for like three years, it's, it's amazing. Like I, I don't dare to start my day without this exercise because I know how a day without this exercise at the beginning of the day will look like, and I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Yes. <laughs> uh, wow. So, so if you had two things to share with any audience member that looks at this from whatever platform they do or listens to it from whatever platform they do, your two things would be write three pages. Yeah, but no, don't edit anything. Just like as it goes, jump from one thought to the other, uh, read the book, The Artist's Way. Maybe it will uh, help you understand better uh, than the way I explained it. It's a great book um, and it's worth. Most people think that, you know, yeah, like to, to invest 30 minutes in my morning, I have better things to do. Let me say <laughs> that. No, this is the best thing you should invest the first 30 minutes of your day. And yes, it's worth waking up early in the morning to have this uh, uh, time to write these three pages. I wake up at five in the morning, every morning, just to write them before I start my day. Nice. Yes. I, 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 I'm an early wake, I'm an early riser, but not to write those three pages, but I can, uh, yeah, I can, I can honestly say that even though I failed, it was very interesting to see my train of thought and how confusing and chaotic it is uh, and how little it had to do with my actual uh, mind, with my actual That's person. something that is very important. If you, whoever listens to this uh, and watches this uh, 
uh, talk and decides to write three pages. Uh, by the way, when I talk about three pages, I talk about A4, a full A4 <laughs> pages, three of them. And not like that's, this is one, uh -huh. uh, one side is one. Uh, you're not to read any of what you wrote for the last three months. Wow. Yes. What, is the what is the purpose behind that? Um, well, I know someone that uh, didn't follow this rule and it freaked her out and she stopped. So is that enough? <laughs> yes, that is, that is anecdotal, but it's very much enough. I, I remember from my exercise that it, it really does feel almost like there's another person that you are taking a snapshot of and it's not necessarily it you. Yeah. yeah, and it it's is. a completely different person in terms of both behavior and thoughts and patterns. Uh, yeah. Do you think that is the magic beneath it all? Do you think that is the magic of taking ownership of your higher self? What do you mean? Day-to-day -day is, is noisy. Day-to-day -day is chaotic. But no matter what it is when it comes to the fountains of choices we can make, we ended up, end up always by virtue of life in one choice, one moment, all the time, continuously. Yeah, you know how we all want to meet this person that will uh, accept us as we are? The pages will always accept us as we are. And it feels amazing when you're willing to do so. Uh, one should say that um, I started to talk like the crown. I'm watching the, the fourth season of the crown and I talk like the queen. One should say <laughs> um, uh, to have the freedom, the, the complete freedom to write whatever goes to your mind without being afraid that anyone will read it, one can burn the pages af right after he wrote them. Nice. I love it. Yeah. That's, it's that's... that it's it's that not important what you wrote them. You can write everything and just like put it in flames. Love it. Yeah. So write your three pages, burn them, take ownership of 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 a higher <laughs> a higher choice. And have a really brand new day. Wow. Thank you, Fuzzy. That's an optimistic uh uh note to finish this conversation <laughs> with yeah. i, I hope it. it brought some light to people when uh, wherever they are i think a lot of people are going through a introspection in a very very big way even though the walls are smaller even though our ability to expand ourselves geographically or physically outside we're limited to our world i think a lot of people are in a place of search in a place of looking for so any guiding post, any guiding light, any, 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 what's the word? Any harbor in a storm, that is, that is, that is a good harbor. So I will end on that note, write your three pages, burn them if you have to, or read them in three months, which will be interesting too. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Of course. Thank you, my love. Uh, this has been Little Gay Guide. This was Hezi. I'm Ron. Thank you very much, Hezi. Thank you very much to you. Okay. Have a nice evening. I'll stay here.